Galnet News Digest, 7th of September 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news. Enforcing the conflict zone. A bit of a weight problem. The speed scanning diversity challenge. Survival tips from one who knows. Enforcing the conflict zone. The Pilots Federation is said to be putting the finishing touches to new defences aimed at protecting the on-foot combatants in conflict zones from the unfortunate attentions of those in spaceships and SRVs. Spaceships in particular have proved devastatingly successful in wiping out foot soldiers, much to the surprise of the Pilots Federation, who'd assumed that spaceships and people were roughly on a par. Conflict zones at settlements will soon sport anti-spacecraft turrets, and flights of spaceships will also be sent to see off any ne'er-do-wells who are wiping out entire platoons from the air using dumb fires. And to combat the peril of rogue SRVs, infantry equipped with shoulder-launched rockets will soon be deployed to see off the overpowered buggies. It won't be impossible to fight in a ground combat zone using spaceships or SRVs, it'll just be a bit harder. The delightful prospect of dogfighting that close to the ground might actually mean the initiative backfires, encouraging more slightly naughty commanders to turn up in their ships at conflict zones just for the fun of it. Some commanders are like that. They seem to think the galaxy exists just for their pleasure. bit of a weight problem. The discovery of a 45G landable planet in the KOI-1701 system creates a dilemma for commanders. After trekking 6,000 light-years from the bubble to see it, do they really want to attempt to touch down safely on this extraordinary planet, which seems to be made primarily of iron? With a surface temperature of nearly 4,000 degrees Kelvin, that's 5,000 degrees Fahrenheit, or nearly as hot as people claim Death Valley on Earth in Sol system is. Getting out and walking around wouldn't be much of an option, even if you could get up from your flight chair, which you can't, as the average commander will have an effective weight of around half a tonne. Were it not for your flight suit assisting your normal bodily functions, just sitting still in your chair would be way too much exercise to handle. As your hand is too heavy to lift to the launch button, you'd better get used to being here. If you came in an Asp Explorer, on this planet it weighs more than 18,000 tonnes. As much as 16 unladen Lacon Type 9s on Earth. It would be daft to visit this inhospitable planet, but if you do, the only way to experience this planet's extraordinary 45G pulling power is flight assist off. The Speed Scanning Diversity Challenge Canon Interstellar is holding a time trial on one of the few planets with nine different types of biological specimen to sample. The Artemis suit hasn't yet developed engineering clever enough to have more than one sample canister at a time, and lack of genetic diversity is a problem all over the galaxy, not just in Norfolk. So you need to walk past many biological samples you haven't yet, and can't yet sample, to get three samples from the first one, before you can go on to the second and so on. All terribly wasteful, and the first commander to scan all the biology on the planet took five and a half hours. 
Canon reckons everything can be scanned far faster than that, probably in less than 30 minutes, and he's offering a modest prize of some used laboratory equipment and utterly worthless coin that entitles the bearer to free biscuits and gin on the gnosis for the commander who can complete the scans in the quickest time before the 31st of December. Terms and conditions apply, please read the rules before entering, bribes will not be refunded, and the judge's decision is final. Because you can only hand in your scans to Vista Genomics once, once you've banked your run, you can't try again. If you're halfway through and it's not going well, you can critically injure yourself to lose the scan data and try again. But selling your data is non-reversible. If you want to give it a go, the planet to head for is Tucani Sector AF-AD714E, just 300 light-years from Sol. Survival tips from one who knows. Canon Interstellar has reported a crashed anaconda found on HR 6051, planet 2F. This seems to have been piloted by the same commander who is known to have crashed on HIP 83003, planet 6A. The evidence seems circumstantially quite strong that there may be other crashed ships to find that were also piloted by this unfortunate commander. As someone who has had to survive for months on barren planets while he awaited rescue, the unnamed pilot has compiled a list of helpful tips that might prove useful for anyone else that finds themselves in a similar predicament. Survival tip number two. Oh yeah, this is a big one. If you have to crash on a planet, make sure your cargo hold is full of useful stuff like evac shelters, food, basic meds or replacement parts for your newly wrecked ship. Whatever you do, don't fill it with cargo that's as much use as a chocolate fuel scoop. Survival tip 29, if I've said it once I've said it a thousand times, survival on a hostile planet is all about the prep. Prep, prep, prep. Plan your crashes. It makes it a whole lot easier than being surprised by one and thinking, wow, I wish I'd planned this crash better. Survival tip 77. Whatever you do, do not go crazy and start talking to yourself. Or worse, start making a series of videos on survival tips when you clearly have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, seriously, dude, you're nuts. What do you think's gonna happen here? Hey, don't give me that look. Hey, come back here, I was talking to... <sighs> that guy is driving me crazy. Survival tip... Ooh, 38. This might be your first crash. It might be, say, you're 46, not to be too specific about it, but learn from the professionals. You cannot use domestic appliances to repair your thruster manifolds. Turns out all that does is make a lot of smoke and a very loud bang. Not to mention the hole breach in the engine compartment. I mean, who knew though, right? Survival tip number eight. A rookie mistake that a lot of first-time crashers fall into is mixing up the water supply with the urine disposal system. Colour code that bad boy, I'm serious. That stuff has a wicked aftertaste that just doesn't go away. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we faceplant the planet so you don't have to.